Hi, everybody, and welcome back once again to another edition of This Week in APA. I'm your host, John Azalon. Thanks for joining me, and thanks for supporting me as well on the Anchor Podcast. And if you have not downloaded your Anchor app, you need to do so ASAP. It's easy to do. Find the Anchor app in any game store or whatever Apple store that you need to find it in. Download it. Find the show, This Week in APA. Favorite that show, and then you will be on the list. And the list basically comes to me. Uh, I know how many people I have that are part of the podcast. I can also, uh, if at any point in time I want to have you on the program, I can do that. Also, you can send me voicemails, uh, anything you want to do, but you have to download the app and get started by favoriting the This Week in APA podcast show. So, that out of the way, start off with. Well, what we got coming up this week? First of all, and don't be a hater, I'm in Sanibel Island, Florida, but that's the good news for me and maybe the bad news for you, whoever you may be, but it is hot and uh, it is sunny, but I got a pool and the uh, golf uh, not too far away, a pool right next to me, the golf, maybe a five-minute walk, but neither here nor there is that. Um... The good news, though, is I'm able to do this podcast. Uh, and this past weekend, uh, I had a chance and a privilege to uh, join a bunch of guys who are part of a league, the Down Under Baseball League. Uh, what they call it is the double, the D-U-B-L. And uh, they got together in northern Kentucky, right by the greater Cincinnati, northern Kentucky airport, and had their quote-unquote convention. What their convention consists of, a little bit different than the APA convention, but their convention consists of as many league players as possible, and most of them showed up. They play their league games. Now, they can play up to 100, I said 100 games in a weekend. They get in on Wednesday, mostly the, the, the convention actually starts on Thursday, but a lot of guys come in early, they get reacquainted, some of them start playing games, but you get as many games as you can possibly get in. And we're talking cards and dice, my friends. They're rolling. And I had a chance to go over there to the Hilton Hotel, which, by the way, did a great job, according to the guy who set it all up, my good friend Ken Kraft, who's part of the league. Uh, they are rolling, man. They had a, a nice uh, little conference room, table set up, and guys were playing APA and playing uh, for a solid three, sometimes four days. I got a chance to talk to a lot of the members uh, of that league. What's up and coming are my talks and interviews with those guys. So, hey, sit back and enjoy another edition of This Week in APA. Okay, we're talking here with the Do a Do, the D U B L, commonly called the Double uh, League. Uh, Monty Wilson. Uh, Monty, first of all, where are you from, and how long have you been the commissioner of this league? Well, I'm from Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, I've been the commissioner of this particular league since 1988 and a member since 1977. Wow. Now, that was when the, the league began? Yes. 77. Uh, it, uh, actually, the league began in play in 1978, but we drafted from the 77 cards. But back in the 70s, our draft was conducted by mail. 
Yeah. So it took a yeah. few months to go through mm-hmm. the rounds and do it in an orderly process. Right. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot different today. And uh, uh, you guys come here once when well, not here, but go all over the country at least once a year, and play a marathon weekend of games. Talk a little bit about how that came about and what it is all about. Well, when we first started, it would be five or six managers that would uh, we'd go to Philadelphia, Atlanta, Cleveland, those sort of places. And uh, we're a 28-team league, and eventually more and more guys started showing up, which meant more and more games uh, were face-to-face opportunities. And as you know, that always beats yeah. playing it with somebody's instructions at home. Yeah. We don't play it over the computer. A lot of guys use the computer to do the stats. But the mm-hmm. face-to-face thing, we've become such good friends over the years that we love to visit and see each other and, and, uh, and compete in that way. We play the basic game with uh, advanced you know, the options. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really now, it's, we used to, uh, the travel day was Friday. Then the travel day became Thursday. <laughs> now guys are leaving uh, for the destination on Wednesday yeah. and stay Sunday because of all the games to play. Right. And our wives are just flabbergasted. Honey, of course. That we can spend that much time there, but when they ask us to take out the garbage, you know, there's a delay. I'll wait, you know, tomorrow, <laughs> manana, you know, that That's type of thing. Right. Uh, yeah, I was just in there, and, and it's a very orderly group. I mean, I, I, was, I thought I'd come into the raucous uh, scene, but everybody's uh, just kind of calm. Now, this is day two. So of the actual play. So maybe, you know, last night they might have had a little party action and uh, today a little bit more calmed down. But um, you get a great turnout. The people I've talked to so far talk about it's, you know, one of the best days of the year for them. Um, talk about how, as long as you've been in APA, how things like this progress and, and how you feel about meeting once a year and just playing a multitude of games and how does that enhance your league? Well, these are my best friends, even yeah. though they're from all over the country, because mm-hmm. uh, our relationships date back, in most cases, over 25 years and sometimes up to 40. So these are my best buddies, too. These are people that uh, I would talk to about anything. And, you know, it's such an a interesting group of guys. You know, you might think of a bunch of guys going to uh, Cincinnati to roll tabletop baseball games are a bunch of nerds but as we all know that's not the case (laughs) we've got phds mds doctors lawyers uh engineers union presidents i mean it's really an impressive group right uh and there's actually women here too with us i've seen yeah there there actually are women here i saw (laughs) (laughs) but but you make that case and i was in alpharetta last week for the national convention same thing. I mean, okay, we all might be nerds in a small way. Uh, we like games. We like stats. You know, we roll dice. But, again, just a wide variety of careers and, and people that are very successful in their careers. And, okay, we like to play a, a tabletop baseball game. But it becomes a family situation. You know it. That Everybody I've talked to said it's like a brotherhood in there. And that's really what keeps this game going i believe in leagues like this oh it is uh i think i even said something on the the great film of dyson men yeah our league was featured for a while in there and i told uh that what was his name you know it escapes me too uh, again, but anyway he did a great job yeah. but uh, i said then you know this isn't just a baseball league this yeah. is uh i can't imagine being in any other type of group yeah and, you know yeah, i just can't we're very similar type of men but we have different lives. But when it comes to baseball, I know who's on your team. You know who's on my team. Uh, we'll start talking about 
how the certain players are doing and what manager's not using our player enough. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I like my guys to be not played all the time. I like to have a Jock Peterson. I like to have a guy that doesn't play against tough lefties, but yeah. maybe he'll pinch hit later, gets right. his J1, J2, and right. his card's not damaged. I don't want a player that plays 162 and has yeah. to face Jake DeGrom. Exactly. So, yeah, but we have wonderful conversations, John, and um, we love each other. We go to funerals, family members. Yeah. Uh, when we can, we, we're there. And same story I hear all the time about just the, the camaraderie and the family feeling that you get from the APA community. Talk about your, your trophy, Memorial Trophy, as I talked to a few guys about that. Tell us how that all came about. Okay. Well, I saw your podcast uh, about uh, the league just a few weeks ago that touched my heart and mm-hmm. brought tears to my eyes. But we lost one of our own mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, Terry Christensen. He had been in the league for uh, many, many, many years. Just a wonderful man, and his wife came with him to every convention and sat right next to him, and she passed away last year. So anyway, we decided to name our championship trophy after him, so it's now the Terry Christensen Cup. And we get, uh, each winner each year gets a new cup, and then we have the, the, the main one that we add the, uh, the list of names on. And we've been around now 41 years, yeah. so there's quite a few names. A lot of names. But we, we <laughs> love Terry Christensen and his family, and we're glad that we got to honor him in that way. Yeah, and, and I talked to a few guys, and they talked about all the memorabilia that is here attributed to them. And, and, I, and again, I mean, it just harkens back to once you're a member of this community, it is like a family. And uh, the, the National Convention, the T-shirts made up was a welcome to the family reunion, and that's what it was like. Everybody, I don't care if you're there for the first time. I had a little bit of an, it was my first convention, but people kind of knew me from the podcast. Sure. But it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, they just come up to you. They tell they tell you who they are, how long they've been playing. You don't have to be doing a podcast. They just want you to know that, hey, you're here, you're welcome, and come, come back next year because we're going to be looking for you. Sure. Have you ever been to the convention? Never been to the national you convention. You gotta go, my friend. And you I'm a guy go. that used to have if you honk if you play up ball yeah, on yeah. my car <laughs> back in the uh, late seventies. <laughs> no, my, my friend and I in 1972 bought our first game. We were yeah. kids, and uh, we got it out. And we were so excited because we loved baseball, and we got it out. And it was uh, at that time the old time players cards or the mm-hmm. cards that came with it mm-hmm. so we got it out we got our lineups out and my friend rolled the first row and it was a 22 row for ty cobb which was a zero mm-hmm. and we were stymied john <laughs> we looked <laughs> all we over this? the board <laughs> we couldn't find zero <laughs> well, so, i know it's <laughs> we've come a long way <laughs> that is that is come a long way that's a that's a good story um it, 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 one thing about the double and, and my friend ken Kraft told me that you can draft anybody, which I found really interesting. Uh, talk about, you know, how that came about. Was that something that came about from the beginning? And, and, and how do you approach that in your drafting and as commissioner? Well, in the beginning, we only drafted carded players. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then after a few years, somebody said, hey, you know, let's be real general managers. And so we allowed everyone to have two uncarded players. Mm-hmm. But at that time, you actually had to get them a n- minimum number of at-bats or yeah. innings as yeah. DW or like as a that. terrible hitter yeah. mm-hmm. at, at the worst defensive mm-hmm. ratings. Mm-hmm. That way there was a penalty to pay for it. Mm-hmm. My first was Dave Rigetti, I still right. recall. But uh, And then the smart guys, though, were drafting the young studs. Back before Baseball America, there was a couple guys that knew who was in the pipeline. And so it became apparent that we were going to have to level this out a little bit. Right. So we increased the number. And now you can have a 40-man roster 
and up to eight players can be uncards. Now, though, you don't have to play them as bad cards because with the XBs and XCs, yeah. there's plenty of cards to mm -hmm. play. But so we basically can develop our own minor league systems. And I think we all enjoy that part, of, most of us, more than the actual game each season with our cards. Sure, yeah. I remember in the 90s, my buddy David Macias invited us to McKinney, Texas, and he had gotten a computer. We didn't have one yet. <laughs> Maybe it was earlier than the early 90s, but we went over there and I wanted to show you this young prospect I have named Vladimir Guerrero. Of course, oh, we boy. got to say senior now. Yeah, right. And he took me back to the computer and showed me how you could find stats, and I was hooked. Yeah. But we, uh, we allow eight uncards per team, and most of us carry the maximum amount, and we're hoping to get the next, you know, Cody Bellinger or... Mm. Uh, but even more fun than that, I think, are the guys that aren't top ten prospects that somehow come out and Jake DeGrom. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't think he was anybody's uncarded player, so right. he was available in the draft the next yeah, yeah. year. Yeah. But our drafts, though, are going to be a little unusual because I think an outsider looking at the results of this league's draft is going to be surprised at the lack of, of quality now players that yeah, are available. Right, right. Uh, there might be a couple of part-time B starters available that'll go early, but then the rest of us are, if we want a prospect, we're taking them in the first round, yeah. even if they're 18 years old. Sure, yeah, because they might pan out. And, uh, you and know, nowadays, a, they might pan out earlier than early, they used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, because they might get a jump. Now, a guy like Kumar Rocker, I was asking Ken, has anybody picked him? Nope, he's going to be available this next year. But there's a guy you got to wait two years on just to get through college now that he started uh, at Vanderbilt. Um, and who knows, you know, what might happen in the next two years and what happens after he does get drafted and go, does he come up quick? But those are the things that you do when you make a draft pick like that. You're gonna, you know you're going to have to wait four or five years for him to pan out. Sure, but in this particular league, if you've determined that that's a guy that's, that's got to be guy. on your team, yeah. as already one guy in our league has, uh, then you better get him in the first round because yeah. if you're thinking it, there's a good possibility somebody else is too. It's exactly. that important for this guy to be on your team, you better draft Take him now. And that's more important than maybe getting somebody else that's going to help you for a couple yeah. of years. Now, you mentioned Dave Macias, and I'm going to talk to him before I go, but does a guy like him have an advantage? I know he's got, uh, he's got his own little uh, uh, program set up for, for scouting, and he's pretty good at it from what I've heard. Um, is it the time factor, or is it just the, the knowledge or, or, or the, the outside sources that make somebody have an advantage over another guy in the league? Uh, David Macias, John, is just a freak. Yeah. He's a Grammy Award winner. Yeah. He, he runs a, a business uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, promoting and, and management mm -hmm. of, of, of entertainers. Yeah. And yet he still has the time to outthink and outwork all of us yeah. here in this league. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. But he's also a nice, friendly guy that will call and ask how your family is doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one quick funny story about David Macias I remember vividly. He came to stay with me and my family in the early 1990s in Oklahoma. And while we're there, this is before the cell phones. While we're there, he said, mind if I use your phone to make a long-distance call? And I said, no. I left the room, came back in, and realized he had made a long-distance call to another guy in our league to talk him out of Milt Thompson. <laughs> And Milt Thompson? Milt, at that time, Milt Thompson was a great little <laughs> oh, leadoff sure, hitter, yeah, you know, 5'14s yeah. and the whole bit. But David Macias was my top competition in my division. Here he was using my You're long fine. distance to rip off a guy in a tray to get the leadoff hitter he needed. <laughs> well, at least he asked. He just sit and grab the phone and start making calls. I think he later told me he charged it on his own account. <laughs> sure but still, I, I thought it was a funny story. That's a good story. Um, one last question for you. Uh, what's it like? What are the uh, 
what are the advantages of running a league like this? I guess I, I should say, what, what do you find most difficult and what do you find most uh, uh, satisfying? And, and being a commissioner, because I know commissioner is a lot of work and you got to uh, do a lot of things, try to make everybody happy. What, what are the uh, give and take in that? In this league, it's not a lot of work now because that's the, one of the beauties of this league is that different guys have taken on different responsibilities. David Wasterman has taken on all the roster management, yep. which is a huge process. Dave Brown is our league statistician. We all send our individual series stats to him for compilation, and he does a masterful job of it. We have a guy, Randy Alton, who does the schedules. We have a guy, Dave Bardo, who does the updates to the guidelines. And uh, we have another guy, Jeff Lukacek, who if anybody can't get their games played on time, he'll roll them for them and report them. And he also handles the league transaction. So I got all these guys doing all the work. Yeah. And at this point, all I have to do basically is recruit, occasionally get rid of, uh, <laughs> although we haven't done much of that in this league. in. Uh, you know, and I, I handle – I think what I'm best at is I know I've got a league. Half of them want to do things more realistically. Half of them want to be the game to be more playable with a little less realism. Mm, right. And so I don't ever do anything on my own. I put everything up for a vote. Uh, sometimes I've threatened to have two leagues, one league to where they can just <laughs> roll the dice and use the basic boards and the rest of us will – you know, it's been done. You know, yeah. It's, it's but nice. in our league, for instance, if you get 14 starts in real life in the major leagues, then the next year you can start, you know, maybe 23, 24 times in our league. That's kind of the cutoff. Mm. And when Frankie Montez got suspended recently in baseball, doesn't look like he's going to get any more starts this year. Mm -hmm. He ended up at 15, which means he could get an extra 100 innings in our league. Wow. Yeah. And maybe as an AZ right. or BZ. Right. So that's the stuff I hate because it can be abused yeah. yeah and we some of the people in our league say so what that's part of the game that's, that's part, part of it yeah. Yeah, and some true. of us we just prefer guys be closer to what their actual usage is but again the playability part is important we don't want to keep track of actual at-bats or game started yeah. to where you have to be exact that's right so as commissioner i try to just kind of work that middle ground to keep it playable but also make it as realistic as possible, taking into account what's going on in baseball now. Your podcast, you mentioned closers, and Ken said he was in a league in which we've already dealt with that, and we mm -hmm. have. That mm -hmm. our cl we're not, closers yeah. aren't going to be a problem in our league. Right, right. And, and, and those openers, are, I mean. Openers, I'm right, sorry. right. And the Otani situation, I'm sure, got a lot of chatter. Already done uh, it. It already took care of that. But that's the things you do. As a commissioner, I mean, you, like you said, you got a lot of help, outside help, running this league. But when it comes right down to it, if there's an issue that needs to be solved, you're the guy that has to kind of, you know, barter that and, and try to figure out what's going to make the most people happy. And it's not an easy job, but you must be doing something right because you've been doing this for a long time in a league that has been around uh, since 1978, using the 77 season. Monty, thanks for the time, buddy. I, I really appreciate it. It looks like everything's going great in there. And, and keep it up, and uh, we'll come visit you next year as well. Thank you, John. Keep All up right. the great work with these podcasts. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, Monty. Appreciate it. Talking with Milton. Milton, what's your last name? Rice. Rice. Milton Rice, who's here with the uh, double convention playing a lot of baseball this weekend. First of all, Milton, where are you from? Uh, Indianapolis. Uh, from Indy, but I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Ah, Nashville, Tennessee. So one of my favorite towns of all time. Uh, now you're here in a double. How many, how many years have you this been is, in this? Uh, year 14. 
14 years. Now, I'm one of the newer guys. I think there's maybe two guys. One, that's this is his second year, and I've got a friend. I got him in, and this is maybe his sixth or seventh year. Yeah. So. so you're one of the newbies, kind of. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> now, again, as I mentioned, this is a, a convention that is held once a year. You guys roll a lot of games between 80 and 100 games. Yeah, if you're lucky. It just depends. There's one. There's four divisions, and there's one division that you, uh, that you don't play. Uh, so for two years, there's a division, and it kind of rotates. I got you. So hopefully the year that you show up, it's the majority of the guys are the ones that you're scheduled to play. So sometimes it works out that way. You can play most of your games and get them yeah. out of the way. Yeah, well, that's still a lot of yeah. games to roll. Yeah. But uh, a rather quiet group. I thought it would be a little more raucous, uh, but uh, it's probably we're, tired. We were probably a lot louder <laughs> yesterday. Today it's more uh, we know we got to get some in because uh, yeah. we're going to be going to the game a little bit later. Right. And then right. some people will probably leave tonight and then there'll be a few that'll stay around till tomorrow i got you. so you're trying to get what you can in today now how long you have been playing appa i mean as far as when did you get started oh, i got started uh with this league my friend of oh. mine he's been in this league for 30 years he's the we went to college together I got and then he got me into it so i see yeah. So, so, you, so you've been playing a little bit, and uh, uh, you've been in this league 14 years. You said, what's, what's your, your favorite part of this league? And, 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 and a follow-up question, what is the most interesting thing about this league? Well, the favorite part is when you get to win and trash talk. Because, <laughs> you know, if you're competitive, you know, sometimes you're fortunate enough that you're, you're – I mean, everybody wants to feel like they're a genius when they pick the players sure, that sure. do the thing. But you're kind of – it's up in the air if they have a good year, oh, yeah. stay healthy, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But if everything's going well, the team is great, you make those right deals, then you come to convention. You can brag a little bit like how well your guys are going. You look at your cards. You're like, I know I'm contending. Yeah. Let's just start rolling. Right. And then if, you know, obviously no matter how good your cards are, if uh, you're not rolling well, yeah, that's exactly you're right. not going to do you're dependent very on the well. Dice. So yeah. that part of it talking trash it's always great and then outside of that you see some guys that sometimes you see them a few times a year we'll have like our major convention and then sometimes uh, there's guys who are kind of all located in a certain area you can call them say hey i'll be in your town oh we'll get together maybe roll some games that kind of thing or just hang out yeah that's that's what i like yeah Yeah. that's cool what do you find the most uh, unique part of this of this league, I, I know that according to Ken Kraft, is a good friend of mine. Uh, you can draft anybody. Oh, we have we've, uh, you know, you can. Uh, one guy drafted his son when uh, I think he was maybe in middle school because he just knew he was. How's that working out for him? He made it to the league <laughs> as a relief pitcher, but he had him. I think he played maybe two or three years. So, yeah. but like. Yeah. How great is that that you can draft That's your son awesome. and he actually makes it in there? Right, right, right. And uh, but you know you got way more busts than you got successes. Sure. And you know even if your son didn't make it, it's just you know it's one spot and yeah. Yeah. you know yeah uh, you know you <laughs> can you can live with that, right? <laughs> yeah. Now I noticed yeah. you your son's here yeah. and you brought him along and yeah, and, so yeah talk he, about that a little bit. Well, he and my daughter when they were a lot younger, I used to bring them. Um, to the conventions, especially if it was closer. We've had some in Indy, and since it's only a two-hour drive. Mm. But when they're further away, 
it usually didn't uh, they wouldn't make it to those but this is the first one he's been to mm, probably in at least five or six years but uh, I either was planning on him just taking over my team once I I haven't won in one yet I've been to the World Series but haven't won it so I was like if I can get my one in mm -hmm. if he wants a team he can Turn take it over, it over but yeah. I might not ever win <laughs> and so uh, there's some teams that are coming up uh, for somebody to take over so he might take over one of those and then oh, we'll have you. to compete against each other I'm not, not looking forward to that not part, not that at all no no so how are you doing yeah. this weekend as far as uh, oh well games? you know when your team is like right in the middle yeah, yeah. No, you don't think it's really good enough to yeah. contend but you want it to, if you know you're not really going to contend, you'd rather have a lower draft pick. So no, true. you're, you're no. hoping people just beat you. Yeah. <laughs> and get the, you'll feel better once you get your pick next year. So. And you're not tanking now, are you? Not I mean, I can't really tank. It's like you roll and, you know, it's just yeah, automatic. You just right. like, you feel it. You like, you like, oh, yep, sorry, here we guys. Go. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, Mill, yeah. listen, thanks for taking the no time problem. to talk. And uh, best of luck for the rest of the weekend okay. and the rest of the season. Appreciate right, it, buddy. Thank you so much. Sir. All right. All Great right, job, Mill. Thank you. You guys, you guys are on to this week in Apple podcast. So, you know, you got to step your game up now. If your game's poor in there, step it up a notch or two. First of all, <laughs> tell me who you are and where you're from. I'm Stan Woodward. I'm from St. John, Kansas. George Krause from Maryland. From Maryland. Are you on any of the Apple Facebook pages? The Appa Baseball or Appa Games? Okay, because the names sound familiar. All right, well, let's, I'll edit that out. Anyway, uh, you guys are here for the double convention. Uh, the double league is, is you know, I, I know about it from Ken Kraft, a, a good friend of mine. Um, you guys are here for the weekend playing anywhere from 80 to 100 games, I'm to understand. That's a lot of rolling. Well, I'm pacing myself because after last year, 10 o'clock's my curfew. <laughs> So you have bed check at 10 o'clock? I, I have bed check at okay. 10 o'clock because right, my head hurt bad <laughs> after that. So, so you're, you limit yourself to what you can do. You, you yes. know your own limitations. Yes, yes, I'm old. <laughs> well, aren't we all? Yeah. George, uh, you, you've been, you're in here playing, um, uh, rolling a lot of dice. You got, a lot of guys got dice towers, which is good because you could, you know, pull a, a, a quad or, a, a, you know, a, a, an arm muscle in there playing that. But uh, uh, how long have you been in the league? Since it's incepted? Wow. Uh, what? I don't know how long. I don't remember how, many, how long ago. That over was. 40 years. Though, I think it's that? about 40. Yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yes. Yeah. How long have you been going? Three years. Three. Oh, so you're uh, a I'm, real I'm, newbie. I'm, I'm the new stand. Yeah. 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 There, there's an old stand in <laughs> the there. The stand? I'm the yeah, new one. He was only, what, two years ahead of you? Yes. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you, I mean, you do this once a year, you come and you roll a whole lot of games, you finish your season as it comes before and after. Um, what's your favorite part about this league? Oh, getting, getting, and sitting down and talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you? I, that would be the same thing. Cause I'm in another league and I have no idea what they look like. <laughs> and these guys are a lot better looking than the other ones. <laughs> So, so that so that in in and of itself is a reason to be in, go, in the go, double. Yes, being being in a room full of good looking guys. Yeah, you know that's, yeah. that's that's what it is. Nothing wrong with that. Um, now it's it's an interesting league. And first of all, how long have you been in the league, Stan? 
Well, three years. Uh, not in the league. I'm sorry. Play in Apple. Oh, well, know. see, that's a good story. Yeah. Oh, good. Now, now, I like a good story. When, when I was 16, uh, I decided that uh, I wasn't going to work on the farm all summer. And so I let my dad run over me with a tractor. Good. Smart. <laughs> hey. Smart. Honest story. Got to go to... Broke my leg in four places. Wow. Okay. Got to be in a wheelchair the whole summer. Yeah. And at the time, my sister's boyfriend played this game. And so there I am, sitting, nothing to do. And he got me and my brother in here, started, and we played through high school, and then we go to college. And there was a couple guys there that played. We played a little bit, you know, just goofing around. Mm -hmm. And then retired for... 25 years and then uh, my brother was talking with a friend at work and they had no idea that both of them played at them or uh, knew that, that my brother knew about it right. and so all of a sudden he gets started playing in a league and so I go okay I'm in Yeah, I've played go. before right. and so I played in that one and he got me talked into this this one and it's a little more intense yeah, yeah. of drafting and everything. Yeah, right, right. And so here I am. Yep. How about you? Got a good. That's a pretty good story. You're gonna have, have yeah, yeah. Beat that one. Hard George. to top that, George. Oh, I can't. Oh, well, I don't know if I can, but <laughs> I've been playing Apple since I was 16, and um, back where I came from in, in northern New Jersey, I had got a bunch of friends together and we had a couple of leagues that went for a couple of years and then when I went off to college I met some guys and we played a few games then and then then I found out about this league and joined it and that's the only one that I've played in that for the last well I guess there was one year that I took, played in another league and then that other league went away. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it's not because I was there. <laughs> uh, uh, no. I'll no, talk to the other league and no, find out. No, Believe me, no, I, no, I'm it, an in-depth it reporter. Been that. It, it, no, no. Stan says absolutely no, no, no way. No, no. You're the man. <laughs> well, let, let me ask you this. I'll start with you, George. How are you doing over this weekend? What's your record been like? Uh, poor. Bo- poor, okay. So far, it's, I've heard that from just about everybody. Okay. Somebody's got to be doing well. We'll find out who that yes. is. Yeah. Stan, you said well, that you had I, a rough day I, today. I, I was 21 and 14 That's not bad. going into today, yeah. and then I'm 1 and 4. And, you know, twice I had a runner on third, nobody out. It's either the winning run or tying run, and I'll be darned if I didn't hit into a double play. Yeah, yeah. And I just saw that happen on another table over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I wanted to cuss, but <laughs> I, I held back. I held back. Well, try not to cuss during the podcast while I'm here, because yes. then I'd have to edit it out, and that's uh, a whole yeah, process. Yeah, so yeah, That's a lot of work. Well, listen, you guys, it was great talking to you, George and Stan. Uh, been in the league a long time since its inception in just three years. So uh, got the little, the, uh, the short and the long of it. So uh, good luck the rest of the weekend. Good luck with the rest of the season. And thanks for talking. Thank you very much. All right, thank George, you. thank you, Stan. Nice talking to you, buddy. Down. We might as well talk about it here. Oh, you just wanted to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is kind of the ambiance of, yeah, of, yeah. of the yeah. whole convention. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm talking with a couple of guys here for the double. T- tell me your name. Steve Woodward. Steve Woodward and? Terry Husef. Uh Steve and Terry are here. They look like they just finished the series. Um, how many games have you guys played so far this weekend? Let's see. 
I played 35, 35 games. So 35 far. games, and you've uh, barely over 500. <laughs> and that's that's. I'm hearing that somebody's got to be winning because everybody's well, telling just, me how bad they're doing. I played 30, actually 36 games because I started against Monty and. And I'm 27 and nine. Now there, started out 14 and one the first night. There's our first winner right here. Terry's on a on a roll. About my record this year, I'm 19 and 16 at home, and I'm 29 and two on the road. You're a road warrior, my friend. Well, it's lineup requirements. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. That that's true too. But uh, now you guys have been playing. I was just talking a little bit before I turned on the uh, the mic. But uh, how long have you been playing? been playing since I was a um, junior in high school. Yeah. And what then year was that, Steve? in 81, no. our first card set was the That's 1980. It's about when I started. The 1980 yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. And uh, from Kansas City, so George, having George Brett's Monster Card. I love was, that, right? It was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, took a break for a few years, went to college. And uh, just talking to a, this guy, buddy we knew, just mentioned Atba, and he says, I've been playing this thing for a long time. So we started a league in college, Yeah. played for a few years, and then I stopped playing. I had no idea that leagues like what we're in now oh, yeah. existed. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. And so didn't play until about eight years ago talking to a buddy that I work with mm-hmm. and I we were just talking about baseball huge yeah. baseball fan right. and uh, he's saying there he, goes. he <laughs> was saying that guy who just yeah, uttered yeah. those words yeah. Devin has been in this league for 30 years or however long yeah. he's been in it and uh, so Devin would go off once a year to this convention yeah. he never would say what he was doing yeah. Okay. Very cloaked. And then uh, I've talked to my buddy. He's like, well, I think Devin plays this at the game. Uh And I go up to him and I slap him upside the head. And I say, dude, how come you never told me this? See, and that's the thing. A lot of of the guys that play this game and probably other board games and video games are afraid to tell anybody that they play because it's almost like, man, we got to keep this in the closet. I don't want anybody to know. (laughs) People think you're crazy. Yeah. And, and, And when I went to the national convention last weekend, it's like everybody, they don't care. You know, you might be a nerd, you might be a dork, but you know, you're all part of the family, and that's that's the sounds like exactly the thing. He didn't want anybody to know, so yeah. and it's yeah. like, what's up? And it's like, man, there's an opening, get me in the league, yeah, okay. And so, I he talked to our commissioner, and you know, we'll say nice things about Devin, but Devin's a little quirky, and the commissioner was a little concerned about what kind of Yahoo right. that Devin oh, might be yeah, bringing be. into the league, right. And so it's like, <laughs> it had to be, I had to go through an interview process to make sure, you know, I was on the up and up and, right. oh my gosh, I'm, you know, this is my eighth, eighth year of being in here. And, you know, when I started, it's like, oh my gosh, rookies, prospects, yeah, what the that's world tough. is all that. You got to study. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I am. I am so into that stuff now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now, now you're entrenched in, I'm in entrenched. all of the. I'm trying to get my brother yeah. to become that, but you know, so we're help, you know, help him out with stuff. And uh, that's yeah. a good story, but Terry. You got one as good as that. I, I, the guy I went to high school with right after we graduated in 1969, 
he taught me the game. Yeah. And uh, and we when we graduated from college, we started a league and ran that for like ten years, but it broke up. And um, then I got into this in '82, okay. and uh, so you know some of these guys are my best friends yeah. because. Yeah. You know, I don't. We see each other once a year. Sure. Like yeah. you talk, and and so, yeah. It's just my wife. I, my first wife passed away. She understood. Got remarried. My wife understands. She she's at the convention this year. Yeah. Um, and and they know the guys. You know, she knows the guys. And, yeah. And so it's just it's like a family and. Uh, I won four World Series. Wow, man! You need one for your thumb now. You got a ring on every finger, so that's not too so, bad. Uh, but, but but you've been here. You've been here a while. That's a lot of yeah, years. I don't know how many. Yeah, 80, 30, uh, 30 something. or something like that. Seven. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. That, but that's pretty good success rate. Yeah. And our, winning and four. Actually, my best friend in the league. Uh, he passed away three years ago. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, the the. Our lady trophy. Trophy oh, okay. is named. Uh, oh, that's cool. It's named that a memorial trophy. Him and his yeah. wife. Oh, that's nice. And okay. he died three years ago from cancer, and so that shirt over there, his wife had made that for him. Oh, nice. And his okay. these are his these are his dice and his oh, that's dice cool. cup. You'll that's see great. you'll and, see several uh, memorial yeah. things. For and that's he, really cool. And then his wife passed away unexpectedly last fall. Oh. And uh, they were but, always. She was. She was yeah, always she was, with him. She was the league to, mother. Yes, yeah. she was. She, yeah. she brought uh -huh. food. She brought. That's yeah. nice. You know, and every yeah. year. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's just. And, and I go to Arizona Fall League. Yeah. Just to watch prospects. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's so what that you got to do. Draft. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, yeah, baseball is kind of my favorite thing, and I collect yeah. cards, and I do this. Yeah, and and, and you know, you, you talk about things. Uh, like you were you were mentioning and but it is it's like if somebody passes away you lose a member of your family i mean this is a, really a family type situation well there's a number of us here and i lost my first wife to cancer these guys just they'd sit up on a phone with me and they rally around and, yeah and, and, yeah uh, and that's an odd i mean there's it, a lot of us that you know, divorces or lost kids lost spouses and, and I've learned so much in doing this podcast, and I've heard the same stories over and over again about how the camaraderie is. I mean, playing games and having fun, but also the closeness. If somebody loses someone, there's people there for you. I mean, it's incredible. And and, and it, I, it all stems from a game where you roll dice, and you guys are rolling dice a lot this weekend. So uh, I, don't, I don't want to keep you any longer. But listen, it was great to talk to you uh, and, and keep rolling. You keep winning, my friend. Terry's on. Uh, Monty, the commissioner, has won six. Mont oh, so, well, he's a commissioner. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he right. yeah. there's, there's, there's something going on. But, you know, he's a, he's a lawyer, too. Well, you know. Yeah, and I was just yeah. a banker. And, Smart yeah. guys. Smart guys, right? <laughs> Terry, Steve, thanks so much for taking the time. And uh, best of luck the rest of the weekend and the rest of the season. Okay. All right, Thank take you. care, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> now he's old Steve. This is new Steve. Yeah, we got yeah. new Steve old and old Steve. Steve. Good looking Steve. Old Steve is here. This is Steve Ivy. Steve. Steve's been in the league for a while. Steve, you had a good story that you were talking about equating this with Christmas. Talk about that one. Oh yeah, draft day. Yeah. Draft day is Christmas. 
And uh, it's like we are uh, so excited about welcoming new people into our family on draft day because, you know, your team is your family. That's right. And, uh, you know, we, we laugh about how uh, attached we get to players. And, uh, you know, a good example, Adrian Beltre retired. He's been on my team since he was 19. He's playing out his last card with the Ruffers, um, even though I probably could have traded him for pretty good value. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. you know, it's just that deal. It's, uh, um, you know, we have this. Um, so is he making a farewell tour, getting gifts from all the other guys in the league? Yeah, you know, none of, none of these cheap uh, <laughs> expletives. They won't even buy a steak and chicken. You're running. That's he's easy. a 5-5-1. Why would we give him a gift? He's a 5 at third with a one six six. Come on. Oh, one six six. Okay. And a 7. That's Appa speak, uh, but that's good. But yeah, Appa speak. Uh, but, yeah, you know, nobody can sleep on uh, Christmas Eve. You know, it's uh, – we're all ready for uh, draft day, and we start at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Dave Brown over on the West Coast, is uh, he's online at uh, 6 a.m. Uh, ready for it's draft. And, ready. Yeah, it's 8 a.m. Central. Central. Yeah, Commissioner does live down the road from me, so I, I do get the uh, convenience of having the, uh, the, the time zone. All right, if, if draft day is Christmas, is this like New Year's Eve? Uh, this is this is uh, uh, like a family reunion. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah that. It's uh, you know we're 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 pretty much a brotherhood, and uh, we give each other a lot of crap. Uh, but there's uh, it's definitely a brotherhood. Well, I just was in the uh, at the national convention in Alpharetta last weekend, and it's the same thing. It, it, the same conversations, the same. It's a brotherhood. We're all brothers. They crack on each other. It's a lot of smack oh, yeah. talk, but. That's what this game does, and the relationships you build. It, I, I don't know how it happens. I don't know if Dick Seitz had this in mind when he des- designed this game, but uh, it's it's a common theme. And in a year and a half, almost two years that I've been doing this podcast, I hear it every single time I interview people. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's uh, you know, it's kind of uh, we're we're getting old. We, we need to get some youth in here, man. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. He looks you like got any, if there are any kids uh-huh. out there that are interested in playing a wacky game and uh, building a brotherhood with a bunch of crazy dudes, this is it. I mean, it's, yeah, he's 29. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's just a kid, yeah. We exactly. are uh, uh, baseball geeks. Yeah. Dicer geeks, I yeah. think is what yeah. we've been called. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely we definitely dork out. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, thanks for the time. Now run the steak and shake. Get these guys fed. Yeah, can I get you fall. anything? No, I'm good. I'm I'm good, but thanks. These guys are paying for mine, by the way. There's no chance coming back. This is David Wasserman, and uh, he has the unfortunate uh, uh, job of playing Ken Kraft right now at the table. Ken is away uh, heating Mother Nature. Uh, but, uh, Dave, talk about how long you've been in this league. Uh, I'm uh, approaching probably 30 plus years wow. and um, been playing APA since the 1966 season. That's good, right? So uh, this has been fun. It's, uh, you know, you make friends from all over the country. Right. Um, you have the agony of defeat. <laughs> More often than <laughs> and, not. I and occasionally, yeah. you know, you win a few games. I won two championships, but that was... 20-something years wow. ago. Well, you've yes. had a dry spell a little so bit. So we've had a dry spell as far as winning championships. But we've had winning teams yeah. more than we've had losing. And uh, 
Now this weekend's a little different, and, and not many leagues do this, but you guys come up and you play a whole lot of games, and you drove up from Alabama? Uh, from Sylacauga, Alabama. There you go. So you're down south a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, about an eight-hour drive, but uh, well worth it to come here and get probably like uh, 60, 70 percent of your season. Uh, yeah, close to that. Yes. 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 So uh, and 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 the the the, uh, the drafting, being able to draft anybody, uh, interesting. Never heard that done before. What are your thoughts on it? Well, that was a big reason I joined the league, yeah. and I drafted my nine-year-old son, my <laughs> first draft, yeah. and he made it to the major leagues and got to pitch some for the Chicago White Sox, so I got to have my son on my APBA team, Man, which you, was incredible. And you got that card, and you'll never, yeah, yeah. you got probably got it framed and, and the whole thing. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, that was, that was pretty magical. That's, so. that is really, really cool. And that's some of the things that happen. Again, I mean, this is a, a, an unusual league, and that's an unusual circumstance they have happen. Uh, you draft your own son, and he makes it to the big leagues. All right, I don't want to keep you from playing Ken. I don't know where Ken went. Now he's over there, yip yapping. So, uh, but Dave, thanks for the time. Good luck on the weekend. Good luck for the rest of the season. And I hope you win another championship yeah, uh, sometime too. soon. Me I too. mean, you, the Red Sox, the Cubs, you know, and yeah, then it's day sure. one. So. We'd love to win another one. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate okay. it. All right, Kraft, get back here. Speaking now with Dave Macias of the uh, Double League. And uh, Dave, uh, first of all, thanks for taking the time. Tell me how long you have been in the league and uh, a little bit about your story of getting here. Sure. Uh, and first of all, uh, it's nice to nice to meet you and uh, thrilled to be on the podcast. So I've, I've been uh, playing uh, APA for uh, 34 years and been in this particular league for 32 years. Um, I got involved. Uh, I used to work in a game store and one of our league members who's unfortunately not here with us now uh, named Randy Alton uh, posted a a note on our bulletin board at the game store and uh, I had grown up playing tabletop baseball games yeah. like Status Pro and yeah. things like that and and uh, and I had never heard of APBA and so but I wanted to get involved in a in a league yeah. and so uh, so I, jo- I joined that league which kind of fell apart and uh, then uh, but a couple of the guys in that league were also in the DUBL and they mm-hmm. invited me to uh, to join in uh, 1988 and I took over a woeful franchise and <laughs> and uh, got kicked around for about five years and decided that I uh, I uh, my, my internal competitive flame burns too bright to uh, not try to figure out a way not to get kicked around so you're defending champ I understand yes, too yes. and what's the name of the team uh, the Georgia Grays the Georgia Grays named after the homestead Grays that's right that's right the Negro League uh, team and yeah. uh um, so you started playing app about the time you joined this league, is that? Well, about two, two years prior. I, okay. I started playing when I joined the previous league. Okay. Um, and so by the time I joined this league, I had, uh, you know, some, uh, some, you know, some, uh, you know, agency around the game and the strategies and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Now, uh, it, a lot of people here, they mention your name. They're saying, there's a guy you need to talk to over there, Dave Macias. <laughs> and, and so uh, I, I sought you out. But uh, uh, talk about before we get into some of the other things you mm-hmm. do um about being in a what do you feel is the best thing about being in a double because everybody's got different reasons for oh, being in a i'm league. sure my answer is probably the same as a lot of the other guys it's it's the it's the friendships you make the yeah. guy the guys that are in the league i mean and and also you know it's it's really uh you know what's great about it is you know these are just some of my best friends and i've, I've you know we've 
you know, I've been at their weddings, you know, we've had league members, you know, pass away, pass away, you know, you know, the community of friends that we've made is just, you know, it's one of the most important groups of relationships that, you know, that I have. And, uh, you know, I love these guys and, uh, it's just fun, you know, when, you know, if you, to do this, you have to really like love baseball and gone down the rabbit hole and to hang out with a bunch of other really great guys who have similarly gone down the rabbit hole it's right, uh right. you know it's it's uh it's great to have you know have company down there yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah you, you got a big little hole down yeah. there to work out of uh but you know and not to embarrass you but everybody i talked to that mentioned you said that you are probably the kindest man in the league and that you really care about the members you go out of your way oh, okay. to make sure that uh, their lives are enriched and so I mean I, I don't want to go any, yeah. into any more than that but uh, uh, but that you should know that and I'm sure you do know that through well, them that's not that's nice to hear and I, I'm sure that they'll probably tell you that uh, with the <laughs> exception of when I'm on a three-game losing streak <laughs> and they say you're pretty uh, close to the vest on your information that you have yeah. when you scout players now this, uh, we've talked about about it before that you can draft players of any age at any time in yeah. this league and they say you are a madman about searching out yeah. young talent so uh, and, and and I want to get you on the show sure. to do a feature on you yeah. at another time but uh, just briefly kind of touch on that and how you got involved with the analytics of the game well well first of all I'm, I, lo- I love uh, you know I, lo- I love math I love you know pro- you know like uh, uh, you know puzzle solving puzzles things like that and to, to me um, you know, early on, you know, back in the 80s, I was buying the Bill James, you know, abstracts mm-hmm. and just, you know, the idea of, of uh, first of all, you know, having this sort of puzzle to solve, you know, in addition to, like I said, my, <clears throat> you know, my competitive nature. I try to be sweet about it. I don't always reach that. But, you know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty competitive and, and uh, um, you know, but just being able to uh, sort of uh, be able to uh, uh you know, finally get myself above being a 500 team. I mean, you know, once you sort of, you know, hit your head against, mm-hmm. you know, kind of never winning and, and, you know, you just have to develop a philosophy and a framework to, to try to get to the, to the good ones or the yeah. future good ones yeah, before yeah. the other guys, you know, if I get there 15 minutes before, you know, uh, everybody else, then, you know, I'm going to be able to develop a, a, a good uh, a franchise that wins titles. But it's a sense of, of of you accomplish something. Sure. I mean, and, and it's a process sometimes, yeah. and it takes years like it does yeah. in, in reality yeah. among the major league teams. But when yeah. you get there, you yeah. feel pretty much satisfied by yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I do, I love the, the fact that in our league, you know, we get to carry eight uh, uncarded players. Yeah. Uh, and so... Um, and even though, you know, you, you have to balance, you know, with, we have 25-man protected rosters, and so you have to balance the present with the future. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, you know, keeps teams from having to, to you know, to being able to, to, you know, sort of compete and then load up. And I feel like it's, a, you know, it's a really nice balance. But it's, you know, it's the fun of, of you know, going like, well, I've got this, you know, three-inning BZ reliever or this prospect that I <laughs> really, really like that hasn't, you know, you know, isn't like necessary, but I really believe in him, and you got a way out, like because right. you can't protect them both, and you right. know, it's just the it's real life. The management right. roster, uh, or the you know, ros- uh, management of the rosters is, yeah. uh, you know, it's a it's another puzzle, you yeah. know, to be solved. <laughs> yeah, and it, and and that's realistic. I mean, it's realistic, yeah. like real ball clubs have to deal with and make decisions on. Uh, also, people I talked to said you're a different kind of cat, Nashville cat, actually, because yeah. you're you're from Nashville and you're in the music business. Mm-hmm. Let's touch on that a little bit. 
Well, I, I love music. I'm uh, equally passionate about baseball and, and music. Uh, ever since I was a, a, a kid, I would spend every, you know, l every bit of loose change I could uh, pull out of the couch cushions on buying albums and things like that. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, young dudes will, um, you know, sort of derive social capital from uh, mastery over something. And so, you know, my, you know, summer sports, summer car, you know, cars, you know, whatever. My, my thing was music. I was the kid at 11 who knew all the members of Black Sabbath, you know. And so that was sort of my uh, social capital. Yeah, I like And, and uh, yeah. you know, around the, you know, in junior high and high school. And so, um, and I started working in a record store when I was 15. And I've uh, literally done you know, nothing else. I was lucky enough to get into the music business and, uh, you know, formed my own company about 18 years ago and feel uh, very lucky to work with some amazing artists. And, and uh, we had to work with people like John Prine and Steve Winwood and Jason Isbell and Lupe Fiasco for any of the listeners who know mm. who any of those people are. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I feel very uh, gratified to be able to do that. Well, I'd love to have you back on another time and talk about your scouting and, sure. and, and your music business. Uh, uh, but one last thing. Sure. How have you been doing this weekend? What's, what's your record over the day and a half so far? Well, uh, not well enough. Uh, I'm, 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 doing, I'm doing well. Right now my record's 31 and 19 for, for, the, uh, for the first 50 games. But I came in at, at 14 and 16. And uh, my, my team, part of the... Uh, which we'll get into, you know, yeah. maybe at a future date. But, you know, part of my thing is I, I model based on the cards, uh, the, you know, sort of the expected, you yeah, know, you wins come up and, with you know, losses. Right. And so right. I am, and my team is, is, uh, is massively underperforming. <laughs> so even though, you know, I'm winning, I, th I still feel like uh, I'm going to make the playoffs. I've been, uh, uh, and I feel, I feel bad. Mookie Betts works really hard and goes out and, and, uh, gets a, gives me a great card and I, I just seem uh, intent on squandering it. So, uh, <laughs> Mookie wouldn't be happy with you. No, right, right. I'm sorry, Mookie, if you're yeah, listening. Yeah. So at any rate, but yeah, I'll, I'll uh, I still have a, a day and a half to, yeah. you know, to, uh, secure that playoff spot and try to defend my championship. That's, that's my goal. We'll, well see. Well, it's a long season yeah. and certainly a long weekend. You got a yeah. lot of games that I, left I, to play. I, I so, uh, I Dave, I, I really appreciate yeah. the time. Good talking to you and we'll do it again sometime. Sounds no great. Problem. Thanks, John. Okay. All right. Dave Macias, everybody. Thank you, man. That was oh, good. Man. All right. All right. All right. John Azalon back to close out this edition of This Week in Appa. How about those men down under in the land down under? Boy, I'll tell you what. They're, uh, they're getting it on out there, buddy. They're... They're taking care of business, playing some, some Apple League games, and uh, it's great talking to all those folks. want to thank everybody who lent their voice to this particular podcast, especially their longtime commissioner, Monty Wilson, and my good friend, Ken Kraft, uh, who let me know that the uh, convention was in town. And uh, uh, any chance I get to uh, talk to a bunch of Apple uh, maniacs like those guys, uh, I want to take that opportunity to do so. Uh, don't forget to download the Anchor app. I mentioned it at the top of the show. I'm going to mention it at the end. Download the app, favorite the podcast, and you can be a part of the This Weekend APA program at some point in time in the future. Send me some voicemails. If uh, you get a chance, it's very easy. Once you download the app, you can go to uh, the little icon that says voicemails. Let me know you're out there. Let me know what you think of the show. Give me some ideas for some show content. Love to hear it. Love to hear from you. Uh, also, uh, 
I want to let you know that if you want to get any app information, you can go to the Apple website. You can go to the uh, newsletter. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, what's the matter with you? Uh, go ahead and go to Apple Customer Support. Uh, they'll get you set up. They'll send it right to your email and you'll be up to date on all the new products, all the regional leagues, uh, or, uh, regional uh, uh, tournaments that are coming up, leagues that uh, have openings, uh, anything APA you can get by receiving that uh, email, which is the newsletter, which comes once a week, every Tuesday. Don't forget to do it. So thanks again for listening. I'm going to think I'm going to take a walk to the beach and uh, just hang out there for a little bit. I'm sure you all are doing the same, right? Okay. Nonetheless. Anyway, uh, next time, uh, I think what I'm going to try to do next time is get uh, a few of the people I did not have a chance to interview from the APA convention, which are going to be the tournament winners. We had some winners I didn't talk to. Steve Ryan, who had the APA Go uh, tournament, Chuck Source, who won the uh, hockey tournament, and Amy Wikes, who uh, won the baseball tournament. Can't wait to talk to her and get her perspective of APA weekend in Alpharetta. Until then, this is John Aslan saying so long. I'm going to put on my sunscreen, and I'll see you next time on This Week in APA.